Hi, Brenda, your cheap mama here. Let me ask you a quick question. Have you ever considered becoming a certified health coach? Or do you just want to take a more holistic approach, an all-natural approach towards your health and the health of your family? Well, I've got the solution for you. Go visit aruka.com. That's A-R-U-K-A-H.com. Make sure you take the free mini course and download the newsletter. All the information you need to become a health coach is also there. That's aruka.com. Hi, and welcome to the show. I'm Brenda Kilhoffer, and I'm your cheat mama. And today we have Mayim Vega, Mayim Vega with us. And I am super excited. She is the owner and course writer and expert for aruka.com. She has a couple different courses, um, uh, some free mini courses on taking care of your health holistically. She's also got a health um, certification, a health coach certification for those who want to go into business being a holistic health coach and helping out people to do all things like get better, uh, boost immune, immune systems, I assume, release weight, all different types of things that uh, entail us getting healthier. So I would like to turn it on over to you, to you Maya. Uh, let everybody know where, where you learned this, how you got started, and why you're so passionate about holistic healing. Sure. I'd love to. Thank you so much for having me on um, on your show, Brenda. I'm honored to be here. And um, so how I got started, I think that was a good question that you asked, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How I got started is, um, it's pretty simple. Back in 2005, I think it was, my dates are always fuzzy. It was in, in 2005. Um, I had a major health crisis and I thought I was going to die. Um, I, I had migraines, terrible migraines, but the pain was so bad. And I had already had two children by that time, but this, the, my migraines, it was the worst pain that I'd ever felt. It was worse than I felt childbirth even. And I was, you know, trying to take the regular, you know, Tylenol and Excedrin and whatever people were telling me to take, and it just stopped working. And I just thought, you know, I think I'm going to die. Please, I, I asked my husband to rush me to the emergency room. And so it was the middle of the night, we, had, we dragged our two babies along because we didn't have any anyone to babysit or anything like that. So um, we waited for hours, they took tests and asked me a bunch of questions. And then finally um, they called me up and the nurse said, you know, we can't find anything wrong with, with you, but the doctor wants to talk to you. So I said, okay, so talk to the doctor. And she said, we can't find anything wrong with you, but we would like to, rule out the possibility of a tumor. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm, I think I'm going to die. So well, sure, let's try it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how much does that cost? And she's like, oh, well, it's, you know, maybe around $2,000. She wasn't sure. And that was a long time ago. It's probably a lot more now. Right. So anyways, I took the CT scan and waited some more. And then she called me up again after a few more hours. And then she said, congratulations we can't find anything wrong with you. You just have a bad headache. And here's some strong painkillers. Go home, bye. And I'm like, what? This is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, I just came here because I thought I was going to die. And that lady probably spent, you know, 150 to $400,000 on her education. Mm -hmm. And then how much did the CT scan machine cost? And 
the hospital and you know the education of all these people in the hospital and they all 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 they could tell me at the end was there's nothing wrong with you like how could there be nothing wrong with me when i think i'm going to die like there's something seriously broken and this wasn't the last this wasn't the first bad incident that i had with the modern medical system i had other things in the past but that was certainly my last straw and that was like this is ridiculous I need to take my health into my own hands. And so I started studying, so I started studying nutrition and um, herbalism and later um, orthomolecular nutrition or megadose vitamin therapy and health coaching and different, just, you know, different things in the fields of uh, naturopathic or holistic health and healing and you know, in a nutshell, from different sources, um, you know, different programs, I learned, number one, that I was deficient in vitamin B12, okay, and then the question is, well, why, why was, and how come they couldn't tell me something so easy, like, you are deficient in vitamin B12, you know, Um, but I found out that that's what I was deficient in, and so I started taking vitamin B12, but then the question is, well, why are you deficient in vitamin B12, And one of the reasons was back at that time, you know, I've always kind of been into health, but I, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of things that people think are healthy and they're just fads. They're actually very unhealthy. And I was at that time, we had, our family had been vegetarian for a long time. And at that time during my health crisis, we were actually trying to go vegan. And I think that that just pushed my body, um, you know, over the top and it was just too much for my body and I couldn't handle it. And so that was a big reason for my, my migraines and my vitamin B12 deficiency. But then I also learned, you know, through my study that, that, you know, that's where like this whole mindset, you know, thing that I was talking about earlier. And I was, I was, you know, trying to, you know, establish my, my business and work from home. And um, I was just too stressed out about it. And the stress of starting a new business was also depleting my um, my vitamin B12 stores. And so, you know, you can take the B12 and there were some herbs, you know, that I, I discovered um, that helps like uh, fever few and stuff like that. But if you're not addressing the root cause, which in my case was the diet and the stress, the, 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 the vitamins and the herbs are just a surface level, you know, trying to hide the symptoms and not addressing the real problem, you know, and this is, this, this, this goes. Yeah. It not that kind of the case with modern medicine as a whole. I mean, you know, big pharma is a, you know, it's a, it's a full industry and it addresses the symptoms of whatever ailment you may have yet it doesn't necessarily attack or reach the root cause. Yeah, as a system, yes. There are some good holistic medical doctors out there, but those doctors are holistic because they have Mm self-studied in the field of holistic health and healing, not because their medical school has taught them, unless they, you know, specifically went to school, like a a school for naturopathy. There's one in Canada that I know about, and there's one in Oregon. There's, There's not very many. But most other good holistic doctors, they had to learn, you know, about herbs and vitamins and supplements on their own through their own research because 
the colleges are, are, are mainly uh, sponsored by pharmaceutical companies and pharmaceutical companies don't make money from vitamins. <laughs> they don't make money from herbs, you know, right. um, because they can't be patented. And so the people that benefit the most from, from us taking herbs and having the right kind of diet is number one, us, but it's also the farmers mm -hmm. who are growing you know, the right kinds of foods and stuff like that. But um, of course they don't want to give all their money to the farmers. <laughs> they very and much- And of course, even the farmers are having a hard time um, giving, creating and growing nutrient dense fruits and vegetables because the soil's depleted from over farming. And of course the pesticides, I mean, even, I think even an organic farmer struggles to truly, truly maintain pure organic just because of what's in the air. You know, what's, I mean, we live in a, um, I live in a community where we have irrigated farmland. Well, just because I don't put any pesticides or herbicides or anything in my, in my, on my property, it doesn't mean that the water that's coming down house to house to house and, and flowing down that irrigation canal doesn't have those very things that I'm avoiding in it. Yeah. And another problem is um, government subsidies for an unhealthy industrialized meat. It's like, why, <laughs> what, what business do they have doing that except for really to keep us sick? You know, the fact that they do that means that it's it's cheaper to to feed the population unhealthy meat than it is to to feed the population organic fruits and vegetables where it shouldn't be like that it shouldn't be more expensive it shouldn't be more expensive to buy plants than meat but because the government is has their hands in everything always supposedly for our better but always usually for our worse so and realistically on that note, don't you think that we really overproduce the meat that we truly need? What do you I mean, mean I, I think I don't think that the amount of meat that we produce um, is even as necessary, right? I mean, we're we're mass producing it in with and using antibiotics to make it all happen, as you said, at a faster, faster rate, you know, hormones, all of these different things to make it happen at a faster rate. And we end up wasting, I think by far, there's more wasted than is actually consumed. Hmm. I, I, I never heard about, I mean, I don't know, I just, that's just my own. I mean, if I look at my own family, and you know, just think about how often leftovers get thrown away because they don't get eaten as mm. fast. And I, and I wouldn't think that we're much different than anyone else. And I probably wasn't as aware of it until we started growing our own beef and growing and raising our own beef and growing and raising our own turkeys. Uh, I wouldn't have, wasn't necessarily as conscious of it, but you know, I know we can make a meal and you know, a week later, it's time to go to the grocery store and we're throwing away some of the leftovers that didn't get eaten. So I, I'm just curious. I, I don't know. I have nothing statistically to say, but I would imagine that, you know, there are families out there just like ours that, and, and just restaurants. I mean, I, you hear about restaurants all the time that 
at the end of the night, they're throwing tons and tons and tons of food away because they didn't sell it all. I know that produce often gets wasted, but I, I've yeah. never heard of the meat mm-hmm. getting wasted. But certainly that that kind of meat, that that quality, mm-hmm. very poor quality, low quality meat, we're definitely making too much of that. Yeah. <laughs> making us sick. So we don't we don't need any. We don't of need that. to make any of it. Right. <laughs> exactly. So we certainly have too much of that. I'd say the kind of meat that is actually good for us, good quality, which is probably the kind that you grow. Mm-hmm. um that we don't have enough right. of yeah yeah and well I think we'll get we're having less and less as people leave their farms and leave properties that are big enough to do that because to your point it's just not profitable for a small farmer who wants to do it the right way or yeah and I think that's I kind of feel like that's part I was part of the plan is to make make it so that local farmers and food growers could not be competitive anymore in the marketplace so that everything could be turned over to big pharma, big agra, you know, basically to socialize, (laughs) to socialize uh, food production so that we could be completely helpless and dependent on the system. And, that's just- and I noticed you, you mentioned being vegan. Um, and I, I, I too tried that <laughs> uh, for, uh, and I, I've heard a lot of information that there's a big push to creating more and more meatless options uh, because meat, uh, the raising of meat, is, supposedly is bad for, has, it's bad for the environment. Yeah. That's the way that, that corporations <laughs> do it though. The way that corporations do it and they're the way they mass produce and feed them with all kinds of hormones and, uh, you know, put their waste in our water supply and in our, you know, environment that is, that is very bad for our environment and that is not sustainable. That's true. But people should just, it's, I feel like it's the corporations, it's corporations that are and, and I'm a capitalist. I'm not trying, right, right. not trying to be against capitalism, but I, I'm more against the corporations. I feel like it should be more, you know, farm, you know, local farms, small businesses, family owned. That's the kind of capitalism that is good for the country, you know, not these. Well, that, I think that was the vision, right? I mean, capitalism should be that, hey, I've got a product. I want to compete against so-and-so with the product. And what we have today I don't believe truly is capitalism. It's like, hey, I've got this product. Hey, governor, how much money do I need to give you for you to put things in place that ensure that I'm the only person yeah, that people right. are coming to for that product? So yeah. yeah, I think that's a big misconception when people talk about a capitalist, you know, capitalism is that we live in a capitalist society. And I would I would argue that we really don't because right. we it's not an organic. Yeah, it's not organic. So let's get back to because <laughs> um, I could we could go on and on and do a whole show just on that problem. So how does the average person? Can, because I think a lot of times it, it, it boils down to finances, right? Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I had a son that uh, was diagnosed with ADHD. 
Now, diagnosed by medical doctors with ADHD, they do a survey and have you check boxes and say, yeah, I think he has that, right? Whereas I went to a naturopath and they actually did a urinalysis that tested the dopamines and the serotonins and put it all on a graph and a scale as to the different, um, the different behavior type ish on the spectrum, you know, everything from autism to um, schizophrenia and, you know, the bipolar disorders and all of these different disorders that people are labeling and said, here, this is how, to your point, let's fix the problem. This is how we can regulate and help to fix the level of serotonins and dopamine so that he's not requiring big pharma medicines like that. Of course, at that time he was 13 and the 20 some supplements he'd have to take a day at different hours wasn't wasn't what most people at by that point in time in their life are willing to do or is very manageable. So what, not to mention the expense, I mean, let's face it, insurance doesn't cover going to see a naturopathic doctor. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're kind of talking about, okay, how do we become a certified health coach, earn a living that way, but also have some free courses. How does the average person say, um, that is reliant upon insurance and can only afford say the copay or what their insurance company allows them. How does that person begin to take charge of their health in a holistic manner uh, and remain healthy and, and do so for their family? Yeah, well, um, I think it's a few principles, right? Number one is you have to be your best, you have to take it into your own hands. You have to take your health into your own hands, either your own health or the health of your your family and your children. And we have to stop relying on experts and other people as if the answer was out there. Every, even, even experts, their job really is to help you, to give you a piece of the puzzle that that they may have from experience past experience but i believe really when it comes to yourself or even your own children this is and this is something that i learned from um his name is dr robert mendelson uh he was a he was he was a very famous pediatrician back in his day and he was known as the people's doctor and he used to talk about how how mother knows best and um to wait things out you know wait till overnight and the reason why parents know what's going on with their children the best is because they're with their child all the time they know what they're sensitive to they know what their habits are like they know what they're eating you know and and it's it's really terrible when when mothers have this intuition but they let other people talk them out of it you know and they feel like oh well he's got a white coat on and a stethoscope and he's been to a medical school and he paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for his he must know better and that's so it's actually that's that's propaganda it's actually very very false (laughs) and so hippocrates he said that the greatest medicine of all is teaching people how not to need it and everyone has a doctor in him or her we just have to help it in its work so that's i think that's one principle is is that 
to understand that you are your best healer or even mothers mothers i believe were were given that responsibility to be the caretaker of their children i believe that mothers should be like the you know the i i, I studied with um dr christopher he's a late great herbalist and he has um the school of natural healing he used to be a, a medic for the army and they actually let him treat people with herbs because that's what he knew and it worked and he healed himself well anyways he he talks he used to talk about how his mission was to have a family herbalist in every home and a master herbalist in every community and you know at our school we, we're kind of um I've, we've adapted that model in, in a way, um, only we don't limit it to only herbs. You know, we, we do the orthomolecular nutrition and um, other healing modalities because, you know, it's, we want to progress with the times and take advantage of everything that is out there. Um, so, yeah, I think just taking it upon yourself, having the confidence. A lot of times, you know, doctors try to make uh, parents feel like, they're inadequate, that they're ignorant because they didn't go to school. And let me tell you, you know, that that's so false. I mean, I, I have seven children and not, I, I raised all of them without antibiotics. They don't see medical doctors. We don't, the only people that we will see is um, we have a homeopathic medical doctor and even him, or sometimes when we were in California, we had a naturopathic medical doctor. Those are the only kinds of doctors that I'm willing to see someone that will not look down on me for, you know, for, for pursuing holistic health and healing and for avoiding uh, pharmaceutical drugs. I will not, I will not submit myself to anyone who looks down on these things that I know to be true and have, that have helped myself and my family for all these years, you know? So people ask, you know, what if my doctor doesn't, <clears throat> doesn't uh, want to accept me because because I, I want I don't want to vaccinate my children well my answer is you find it yourself another doctor you fire your doctor he's not your right. boss he's not your god he's not even your father he's just a doctor and he works for you and so if you want to pursue a certain lifestyle then you have to you you have to take charge and you can't give the power to someone else and people say well I can't afford that and I I would just say um, freedom is not cheap. You know, freedom is not cheap. Anything that's worth anything is you have to work for it. Um, whether it's, mm -hmm. you know, with, with money or, um, time to, to attain the knowledge or expertise to, to do something. So, yeah, I mean, this is not something that's easy. It's very easy. It's a lot easier to, to go to a doctor and insurance pays for it or Medicare pays for it and then give them some money and then, you know, take that medication and trust right. everything will be okay. That is easy, but that is failing. You know, how many? Absolutely. I mean, to your point, that was, you know, it easy for our son was allowing him to continue on, you know, the pharmaceuticals that he was on versus really diving into and experimenting and taking the time to use all of those more natural modalities. And in the end, you know, looking back, I wish we had taken the time, you know, because the, you know, what resulted ongoing uh, wasn't, wasn't good for him, for sure.
Well, I hope I hope he's better now. He is. He's doing amazing now and has his own little boy. And he is he is following because of those experiences. You know, every I think sometimes everything happens for a reason. Um, he's one of those parents that's trying to find a doctor that will see his child because right now he's being turned away. Um, because he's refusing, refusing to do certain things. Yeah. And they haven't even absolutely refused. They've just said, you know what? Um, we want to wait. Not now. You know, mm-hmm. not right now. We want to wait longer. We want him to be able to communicate. Um, you know, the last, the last regular childhood immunization that he had received and resulted in a big welt on his leg. And they said, you know, that wasn't, that's an adverse reaction as far as we're concerned. And we don't just want to give him Tylenol or, or ibuprofen and, hope that these things are working we we want to wait we want to wait until he can communicate with us we want to slow it down we don't want to take multiple ones at once and we want to educate ourselves more before we make that decision and they were turned away Mm -hmm. (laughs) well let me tell you that um as a holistic practitioner i also have a lot of friends and and you know colleagues that are also very holistic and we all do not vaccinate our children and all of our children are perfectly fine. Um, usually better than uh, regular um, people's children who do vaccinate. There is a, and I wanna, there's a, there's a book that I'd like to recommend to everyone. Okay. Um, let me see, I, think I wanna just not get it wrong. Um, I think it's called Forgotten. Let's see, Forgotten History. Oh, I know it's on my Audible. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, I like to. Oh, here, Dissolving Illusions. There we go. Okay, Dissolving, Dissolving Illusions. Illusions. It's called Disease Dissolving Illusions, Disease Vaccines and the Forgotten History. Uh, who is the author again? I forgot the author. Um, anyways, well, you have the full title and, and it, it's written by a medical doctor and it, it goes into the history of vaccines and, you know, what really stopped polio and what mm-hmm. really stopped all these diseases that people always say that was the vaccines that eradicated them. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, maybe herd immunity or things like that, which it seems that we're getting um, right now depending on who, where you're getting your information might be getting to. Um, I recently, before we go on a break, uh, I just want to ask, because I heard this recently and I thought, wow, that's, that's interesting. So there was, somebody had said that whatever health issue that you are facing, that the natural remedy is within three and a half miles of where you are. Um, typically growing naturally. Is that, is there truth to that? Is that, is that something you've heard? I just thought it was, it was fascinating to me to hear that. Uh, you know, actually, um, my, one of my teacher, Dr. Christopher, the master herbalist, Dr. Christopher, he, he did teach that. Um, however, I, I think that may have been true several hundreds of years ago when we had a more natural environment, but if you're living in the middle of a city, no, I don't think so. Right. Not anymore. Right. So 
ideally, yes, that that's how it should have been and how it probably would have been if if we were living closer to as our ancestors did. But because I mean, I can't I can't even find uh, certain certain herbs, you know, that should be growing here uh, very close to me. So say I have I have a very similar answer to the whole like, should we be eating only fruits and vegetables in their season. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I'm asked that, and and I would say ideally yes, but we don't li- live in an ideal world anymore. So mm-hmm. it's like you know, should we t- be taking vitamin D? And it's like, well, ideally no, we should just be going out in the sunshine. But uh-huh. can can people? I, I'm I'm dark skinned. I need a lot of sunshine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard for me to get the adequate sunshine that I need. So I do supplement. So, yeah, (laughs) that makes sense. (laughs) It makes perfect sense. Well, we do have to take a quick break. Uh, For those of you who are listening and you want more information on what Mayim is sharing with us, uh, visit aruka.com. That's A-R-U-K-A-H.com. You can find her free course there as well as information on the health coach certification. We're going to talk a little bit more about that when we get back. And then also talk about things like the fear and mindset. You mentioned vitamin D. What other vitamins do we need to be taking some of the different theories? You mentioned placebo theory before we got on the call. So I want to make sure that we hit on some of those things so that those that listen today walk away with some things that they can implement in their current lifestyles right here and right now to begin to get a little bit healthier. So, uh, Everyone will be back after a quick break from our sponsor. Hi, Brenda, your cheap mama here. Let me ask you a quick question. Have you ever considered becoming a certified health coach? Or do you just want to take a more holistic approach, an all-natural approach towards your health and the health of your family? Well, I've got the solution for you. Go visit aruka.com. That's A-R-U-K-A-H.com. Make sure you take the free mini course and download the newsletter. All the information you need to become a health coach is also there. That's aruka.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I am here with Mayam Vega, and we are talking about holistic healing. She is with her company is aruka.com. They have a health coach certification as well as a free mini course. And earlier, Aruka, you mentioned that the philosophy of some of your mentors and, and where, where you're moving towards is having a digit, a healer in every home and a master healer in every community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably didn't use the right words, um, herbalist, I think you had mentioned too. So let's, let's talk about some of those things. What, what would it take to become that healer in one's home? Uh, what basic knowledge where should one begin uh what are some a few steps right now that they should be taking um well they should get on my uh, free mini course (laughs) (laughs) and subscribe to that um i talk about my journey in there and i talk about some a lot of some basic things that i just believe everyone should know for example um how i would deal with the top two things that people go in to see the doctor for number one is colds and flus mm-hmm. and, and number two would be urinary tract infections those those count for the top two reasons that people 
um, go to see a medical doctor in the first place. And then we also talk about um, some of the, you know, how to avoid some of the leading killers. So the, the top two causes of death in terms of diseases are um, heart disease and, um, excuse me, heart attacks and stroke. And um, an indicator for that is high blood pressure. So talk about high blood pressure, you know, some herbs for that. And um, also a cancer. There's many cures for cancer, but there are, you know, a few that I think really stand out and um, are really powerful. And just different things like that. It's kind of an ongoing thing. These are things that I just feel that everyone should know about, you know, um, hacks, you know, little hacks that are pretty simple. Um, I, 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 another, another person that I, I learned under, her name is Dr. Lorraine Day, and she was actually a, a cancer doctor. But then when she got cancer, she didn't, she, she didn't take <laughs> the treatment that she gave people. She realized that it was, it was, it was really no good. But anyways, um, one of the things that she, she believed was that the cure should be accessible to anyone and everyone, no matter where they live, you know? And so I'm really, I'm really into that. And there's some things that, that are rare and that can only be, you know, they're very powerful, but it's, it's, it's very rare, but things like sunshine and, you know, fresh, pure water and having as natural a diet as possible and eating lots of greens and eating only good quality meat. These are things that are accessible to everyone and anyone. And it might not necessarily be cheap or easy to get these things, but they are accessible to everyone. Right. You know, oftentimes- I think that's important to, I think that's important that you bring that up. And there are ways to make it more economical. I, I can remember a period of time where we really were struggling financially. And we were still very much wanting to avoid all the hormones and antibiotics and things like that in the meat. So what we did to kind of keep the budget, um, in fact, I mean, we were in such bad shape. We were on, um, I was pregnant at the time. So we had three kids at home in the house and I was pregnant with our fourth. And we had, uh, my husband had gotten laid off of work. So we were actually on food stamps and we only had $425 a month in food stamps. And we didn't have extra money to put into the groceries. So we were, we, they figured it out. And what we would do is we would go get the whole chickens that were organic. You know, we would go and get whole organic free range chickens. Um, you know, and of course, you know, we could have a whole another conversation on how organic, how free range were they, but we, but that was the point. And we would then take them home. We would chop them up ourselves for meals. We would, you know, use the, the leftover and the car, you know, the parts that we didn't eat to make bone broth. And we would really spread that out and get more meals out of that than we would have had we bought a bag of say, breasts that weren't organic hmm. for uh, at the same price. So, you know, so there are ways it's it to your point earlier, it does, you know, to truly be free of these things, it does take a little bit more work. It takes a little bit more research and more time. 
Yeah, but it's it's definitely worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, so yeah, get on my newsletter. <laughs> get on the newsletter. The second thing, and that I that I really feel is that you you have to know um, you have to know who to follow because there's so many there's so many um, people out there. There's so many websites out there and there's a lot of disinformation out there. Mm -hmm. I do not use Google. I used to use Google um, right. for health information, but um, pretty much the, the best holistic healers are scrubbed from, from Google. Mm -hmm. And um, everything that's out there is usually uh, big pharma approved. And um, so um, we actually built our own search engine. If you go to search.aruka.com, and it, on that search engine, it only searches uh, websites that that um, I know and trust. And um, in terms of like individuals, I would say if you've ever heard of the 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 disinformation dozen, uh -huh. the disinformation dozen um, put out by the government recently. Okay. And, Anyone that the disinformation doesn't, excuse me, anyone that the government says is on that list and that you should not listen to, that's who I would listen to. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. You know, even, even if you don't agree with what they share is you definitely want to listen to both sides of every argument, right? If you listen to both sides, it goes back to what you were talking about as being mom and your intuition. You know, listen to both sides. Allow yourself to really settle into what your intuition tells you about each side and well, you follow know, that. I, I I would if you're beginning in your journey, yes, yes, I would mm -hmm. say that because you have to, because you don't know who to trust yet. Right. But at this point in my journey, um, I don't <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like I already know clearly what is the propaganda side and what is the truth so i don't waste yes. my time i don't, I don't right. waste <laughs> now i there are several healers and experts whose work we teach from and they often disagree with each other so for example at aruka.com um the herbalists whose work that we study that are my, my students study um they're they're very vegetarian oriented and and recommend like a vegetarian slash vegan diet mm -hmm. Um, but the people who, um, who actually, when they're studying in the nutrition module, not the herbalist model module. So the herbalists that we, that we study promote vegetarian and veganism, but when it comes to learning about nutrition and orthomolecular nutrition, mm -hmm. um, those experts don't, maybe one of them is, is, is vegetarian, uh, promoting, but the rest of them do not promote a vegetarian diet. And so within our school, we, we, you know, we try to be diverse in thought, but there is still a common ground that they all share. So one may, one may say everyone should be vegan and the other, other one may say, no, you need to eat meat, but they'll all say that you certainly shouldn't be eating bad quality meat, you know, right. and, and cer certain kinds of um, vegetables are going to be good for you, you know, even right. though um you eat meat or not you know certain there's certain types of foods that are good and so i think that um 
once you find someone that has helped you, that you should kind of make that your business like a trusted friend. It's like, mm -hmm. um, you know, like going to someone for advice and they might not know everything, but they'll know someone else that knows about that subject. And I really, really use that. And I, I, I really, you know, once I learned, once I discovered um, a single, like, I, I, I've studied so many different things, you know, I've, mm -hmm. I've been through different programs and learned from different, you know, authors and um, speakers and healers and doctors and herbalists and stuff like that. So having been through all of them, I've really filtered out like, okay, no, I'm not listening to them. I'm listening to these people. Mm -hmm. And um, that's really helped me to not um, be so confused. I feel like because um, you know if they if this if if this person has a track record, then I know that they have you know they have experience they have good quality information. Another thing is that you know we we study people who are not just theoretically um, into holistic health and healing, but you know for example. Uh, Dr. Christopher, he has a school and he was a, a medic for the army. Um, Dr. Richard Schultz is a master herbalist and we study his works. And he was um, a famous herbalist in Hollywood. And he had a lot of, you know, high profile stars. And there's Dr. CB, who's, I don't know if you've heard of Dr. CB, it's also kind of like a high profile, or he was, he, he was healing very high profile people. And, um, and then we have neurosurgeon, Dr. Russell Blaylock, who is, you know, an accomplished author. And he also, he's a neurosurgeon, but he also ran his own um, nutritional clinic. And so these are not just, you know, books, like there's so many books out there, people who, who wrote this and who wrote that, and they, they, they want to say that they, you know, know something about holistic health and healing. And I just feel like, like my herbalist teacher, Dr. Schultz said, he said, you know, the majority of stuff out there is just, is just crap, it's just theoretical. They're just regurgitating information that's been out there and it's not things that they've actually used, you know. So um, I also wanted to, to, to touch on, you were saying, is there, are there things that everyone should probably look into, you know, before we go? I think I, I have to go and not, not too long from now, but <clears throat> there's a few things that I feel like everyone should know about. One of them is vitamin D. And of course, the, the best way to get vitamin D is to go out in the sunshine, right? Um, I think an, uh, an important thing to do is get your vitamin D levels tested. Um, vitamin D, sunshine really, is so important for so many things, whether it's infectious diseases or even cancer, um, just building up your immune system. It's good for so many things. Another thing is uh, vitamin C. Our soils are so depleted today that we really need, um, most people really need to supplement with vitamin C. And, you know, there's a lot of talk uh, about like ivermectin and, you know, hydrochloroquine and all these, these are still pharmaceutical drugs. I'm not against them. I understand that they're, they are real cures that are being suppressed. However, there are things that you don't need any kind of um, prescription for, and they're a lot easier to get, like the vitamin C and the vitamin D and quercetin and zinc, which is part of Dr. Zelenko's protocol. And he talks about how these things are, um, you know, if you can't get hydrochloroquine, that you can, you can do these things and they, they have a similar, similar function. Okay, and then another thing that I would, I, I think everyone should look into is um, probiotics. 
most people because of over overuse of antibiotics and also because of uh, an unnaturally sterile environment that we live in, most people's guts are not very healthy and they need good, healthy um, gut bacteria. And especially for a lot of the um, mental um, type uh, things like you know, autism um, and different things like that, um, just having good gut health is important. I have a really nice uh, testimony. Um, a student, her husband was suffering from colitis for like 20 years, I think. And he had been on various different types of medication. You know, they, if something uh, was causing too much of a side effect that was negative, they just switched them to another medication. And eventually that would, you know, right. come up in a different way. And so it's, they just kept switching him. And I'm like, how long has this been? She said about like 20 years ever since he got out of uh, the military, basically. And I'm like, why? Why do you keep, you know, relying on these things when it's just, it keeps not working just in different ways. It's not working, mm -hmm. you know, but they just didn't know anything else. Well, in, in less than two months, you know, um, she started learning aruka.com and learning, you know, better way to eat and different supplements, including the probiotics and making her own like goat kefir and um, eating only high quality meat and taking enzymes and stuff like that. She was able to reduce his medication. He was no longer complaining of, you know, the pain and the diarrhea. And he had other problems too. Like I think it was insomnia and um, uh, I think it was like shaking of the, the knees or something like that. Well, healing his gut ended up helping him with those other things too. And so that's something I love about holistic health and healing is, you know, with pharmaceuticals, you take a drug and it has this negative side effect, and then you have to take another drug for that side effect. Well, with holistic health and healing, you, um, you know, you, you take something and then you start getting healed of all these other things, you know, and so it's just so wonderful. It's the opposite effect. It's a chain reaction of healing, which is so wonderful. So, um, yeah, I think those are some some big ones, and then I do have also some formulas that that I, that have really really helped me. Well, first of all, I believe that everyone should have cayenne cayenne in their home, cayenne cayenne powder for for healing. Um, it's great for ulcers. It's great for um, I have I have one of my students. Um, hope he doesn't mind me sharing. He had some eye issues, um, um, so with his eyesight and also. Um, ocular herpes. And so I told him about this herbal, eye, herbal eyebright wash, eye wash, herbal eyebright. And it has cayenne and um, eyebright and some other herbs. And he, he makes like a tea out of it. And then when it's cooled down, of course, he will wash his eye with this. And he said that he's no, and he's like, it's like it stings, it burns, you know, the skin around it. But he said he's noticed that it's it's been helping him with the both the herpes and also um, with his eyesight. Um, I used to have a terrible um, ulcer this one time, and I just took some cayenne tea, and it burned going down. But at the end, it was gone. And um, I had wow. some bleeding issues too when I was um, after I had given birth. I just mm -hmm. kept bleeding, and my midwife threatened me. She was like, "I know you don't like going to the doctor, but if you don't stop bleeding, I'm gonna." <laughs> Go to the doctor. Like, oh, I don't want to go to the doctor. So I downed some cayenne tea and it stopped over the week. Like, yes, no doctor for me. 
So cayenne is just so, so important, so powerful for, for healing and also for avoiding, like if, if you feel like the tightness in the chest, like, you know, it could be a heart attack or stroke coming on to drink some, some cayenne tea, it'll help regulate, you know, your blood flow. And are those all recipes and instructions that people can find on aruka.com? Um, cayenne? Uh, yes. Well, let me see. I, I need to do something on cayenne soon. I do talk about it a lot, um, but I don't think I have like a resource specifically on cayenne. But I, 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 if you get on that email list and I will definitely um, make that soon. I really do need yeah. to. And then there's this other formula. One last formula I want to share before okay. I go. Um, it's, it's my herbal calcium tea formula. And <clears throat> I started taking it because I started um, getting um, my, my knee joints would knock out of place and I had to like pop them back into place very painfully. Mm. And so I started taking calcium pills and it solved the problem. Well, when I learned about this herbal calcium tea formula, I was like, well, yeah, I'd rather have this natural source for calcium rather than just a pill, you know, a synthetic pill. So I started taking it. And not only did it help with that, but it started, it helped me with my sciatica, sciatica, which I had for years. I had it for ever since my first child. And then I was, <laughs> when I finally learned about it, I was out on my fourth, or I, had, I had already given birth to my, no, third. Mm -hmm. Yes, third child. And that was finally after that I discovered this formula, I started drinking it daily my sciatica finally went away and I had this other problem where um, I had bleeding gums and you know the dentist would be like you need to floss more you need to brush your teeth more you need it blah 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 <laughs> and I was doing all I can but I just my 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 gums would bleed like almost daily mm. and um and then I started taking this herbal calcium tea and it stopped and it had so it had nothing to do with like brushing my teeth or you know, anything and um I I um when I was learning about it from Dr. Christopher, he talked about how when his students started taking cerebral calcium tea, their fillings started popping out because it started regrowing, you know, where the cavities were. Wow. And, and then it happened to me in a few months, my fillings popped out and I was like, and it was really, really painful. But I was like, I, I believe it is. I believe it does. It did happen because of the herbal calcium tea and that my, my cavities were growing, growing back in. So I was like, I'm not going to do anything. And sure enough, it started building more and more and, and the sensitivity went away and it's no longer painful. Now, it's a really big hole, um, but I've been able, it's been years, <laughs> I have like seven, you know, that was when I only had three children. Now I have seven and it's still there. It's no longer sensitive. I don't know if I'll ever, I don't know if I'll, it'll ever fully grow back um, but it certainly has helped me to, you know, avoid dentists and even my children when they're like, oh, I have a toothache, mama, you know, just give them that calcium tea. And we recently went in for um, a dental cleaning and, and my, my doctor, he, um, in an x-ray, the dentist, he said that he could, he could see that, um, you know, there was the, the layer uh, growing back. So he could visually see an x-ray that it was growing back the, um, the bone. So I was like, oh, that's awesome. You know, even a dentist. What awesome news for women with the, as we age, because we get the osteosporosis and things like that. Yeah. Wow. And it's not really, it's not, um, it's not as much like calcium, 
but the, the herbs in there, one of them, the horsetail grass in it, uh, it helps us to process the calcium that we're already taking in. So, you know, a lot the not milk movement, they're always saying, oh, how come people they are always take, drinking milk and, you know, Americans are always drinking milk and taking calcium pills, but they're still getting the osteoporosis. And one of the problems is that our bodies are just not assimilating it as they should be. Well, this herbal calcium tea um, helps you with that. And so that, the formula for that is on my website. It's at aruka.com, A-R-U-K-H.com slash blog slash calcium. And then there's like a formula for that. And then you can download the Google doc that I have the, that formula. So yeah, I have, I have a lot of things that I just, I wish everyone knew about that. They're like, they're easy, they're cheap. I mean, it's cheap compared to it's cheap compared to use it and getting your cavities filled and or the time lost at work because you're sick or the you know the the cost of health care when you have a really big issue yeah and and don't we want to keep our teeth like yeah (laughs) it might be easier to get you know go to the dentist and get your teeth pulled out but come on like let's try to figure out how to take care of our bodies you know and be whole as much as possible. Mayim, I know that you are running out of time. Thank you so much for everything you shared. I know I walked away with some big, big things and probably even more questions <laughs> that to ask. Uh, and gosh, I hope you'll come back on the show uh, another time. I mean, you had mentioned, you know, the colds and the flus and heart attack and stroke and, and cancer cures. And I would love to just devote time to even learning about those things. And audience, you can go, you don't have to wait for Mayim to come back on the show to learn. Go to aruka.com. Uh, check out her, her free course, her free mini course. And for those of you that really truly want to learn those, those I mean, I know so many people are called to being healers in this world. And um, if you've been called to be a health coach, I know there's, there's all kinds of avenues. Uh, one thing that I can tell from our conversation is that you have done your research, you have done your education, you have learned, um, and grown and you really, you've, you've co- if, if nothing else, you've collated that information that is all, that is so key and there's value just in that. There's a lot of value just in that versus going out there to your point and going on Google and not knowing what to trust, what's what's true and what's real. And um, you've got uh, years now of research and, and mentorship and learning. And that is what a valuable resource you are, especially in a time like today where there are so many health questions. There are so many um opinions when it comes to health and there are so many uh different directions that one could go to gain some clarity and wisdom around that we didn't even get to talk about mindset as as you go did you want to talk about just a brief mindset piece as you close out today yeah, well, actually, we did a little uh, bit when I talked about yeah, how a tiny to, bit to to be brave, you know, and to trust your inner healer, to trust that, um, you know, maybe you don't know, but you can know, 
and um, not to rely on another person. Um, you know, to I believe in God, and I believe that that's one of the reasons why he didn't let me waste a lot of time on on junk information. You know, I mm-hmm. I, I trusted that I would I would I would get to the right information, and I know that sounds a little illogical, but um, I don't know. I just I, I, I can't even imagine the world um, like this. This whole life is a miracle, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not possible for us to be here out of nothing. You know, God is obviously guiding this world. Why can't he guide you? Why can't he guide you into finding the answers for your own health and healing and for your family and your loved ones, and especially mothers, you know, mm-hmm. mothers should be the healers of their home. So that's that's our tagline is become the healer of your home and your community and also build a profitable online health coaching business. But even if you only become the healer of your home, I really feel that that is something that, you know, all women, all women actually should know how to do because of our, our role as, you know, mothers and um, you know, we not only take care of our children and our husbands, but even the elderly, you know, our, our parents and grandparents. I really believe that it, it, it is our duty as, as women to be the nurses or the healers, the herbalists, the family herbalists um, of our home and to not be afraid and to not think that you need an expensive degree because and, and years and years of time, because I don't have those things. And yet I have medical, you know, medical professionals coming to learn at aruka.com, uh, medical doctors, nurses, medical technicians, learning about holistic health and healing from, from me, someone who, like, who am I? I'm nothing, I'm nobody, but it's not hard. It's not, it's not difficult. You just have to, um, you just have to know, you know, be able to filter out through a lot of the junk. And I feel like I've, that's something that um, I have successfully done because I, I, I follow, people who are actually healing people. And because of that, I've been able to help others heal themselves as well. Well, I think your closing statements were truly just a testament and an example of your mindset and the power of our human body. And so thank you for sharing that. It was absolutely beautiful. Uh, All right, everyone, we are down to the last second. Go visit aruka.com, especially uh, you can get your free mini course health coach certification, go become the healer of your home. And I promise you when we close out today, I will be asking Mayim to come back and visit us and maybe share some more, uh, some more of her wisdom here on the show for all of our listeners. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for being here, Mayim. All right. Bye. Thank you. Have a great week. 